0: Welcome to the FFI Practitioner podcast. This is Jordan Rich. Our guest today is Julian Lesk, family office advisor and co-founder of Canope Impact, a French-based firm. We're speaking today about the research that Julian has conducted on psychogeneology, utilizing practical tools such as genograms to understand family dynamics and offering deep and helpful insight into family office governance. So my first question is, why is your approach so relevant today?
1: Well, oh, it's it's, it's a very good question. Um, I, I think it, it's it's been relevant in the past. I mean, uh, if you look at the at the great uh, psychologists, you know, from Germany, Jung and uh, and all these kind of guys, they studied a lot, and, and it didn't really change uh, since, since this guy. You know, uh, it's just that maybe we are using a bit more commonly the tools outside of you know the medical system and, or this kind of uh, of reason. And it, it arrived in the business maybe several decades ago now. Uh, and, and, and coaches uh, have put, uh, you know, have accelerated probably the, the use of this, uh, of this uh, theme today yeah, within organization.
0: Julian, I'd like you to help define psychodynamics and how it impacts family business. The idea of family
1: business is... Um, well, basically, there is only only one question: How do we make sure that we pass it to the next generation, and we can survive? And the reality that is that they don't survive that much after the third generation. So there's, there's always a question of how can we involve the next generation? Why are they going to join the the, the family movement? And of course, there's a lot of things we make as family advisor to structure organize, plan, all this kind of stuff, and it's called family governance. But the emotional part of it is where you can get a lot of other information so it's not a question of stop planning and, and you know, focusing only on emotion. It's just understand that there are a lot of information we have to take into account or we could take into account in the process of helping these families uh, being successful uh, across generation.
0: Julian, I read a lot of your work online. I, I did a, a fair amount of research and study and one statistic popped out at me. You write 67% of millennials with capital want their investment to reflect their social, political and cl- climate values. I mean, that's a pretty high number. These are people who are very socially active and uh, really have concerns. And and that's what you're trying to help families address in their governance?
1: Yeah, exactly. The, in fact, the idea is, uh, you know, when, when I launched my, um, my multifamily office two years ago, dedicated to impact investing, the reality is that I wanted with this study to get data you know, to explain mm. that uh, it was a topic important to to raise and to put uh, at the table of these families. Uh, but what what was more important uh, is that what I found during this uh, this study, it's not too much data. It's about the process to talk about something bigger bigger than them, and what is bigger than them today is the planet. Uh, and maybe what was bigger than them 50 years ago was the peace. You know, after the two world war. So it's just a connection to a collective unconscious of a society and how each generation can relate to it.
0: So what happens when another family member, perhaps from a different generation, poses the question, why should this company, this family, be concerned about climate change when our business has no direct impact on the environment? We don't use fossil fuels in the creation of our products, etc. How is that question handled?
1: Well, what's interesting is that as an individual and maybe as an owner of, of a family business, you may think uh, and, 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 and talk like, uh, like, like you just said, but you maybe have no idea about the, the rest of the family. What's on your list is who's after you. Mm. And if there is one or two or three or more family members with uh, the right, um, capacity skills, uh, to take it over after you, yeah, you, you need to work on how you will attract them, um, and on their list. There is the planet. I deeply believe that for my grandpa- my grandparents, my parents, maybe a bit of my generation, you know, peace was on, on our list. This took us to, to create uh, uh, the European community, all the trading agreement we've made in the world across the last 50, 50 years. Uh, I'm sure that today, on, on in my generation, in the next generation, the planet is, is on the list. You know, peace has also Attract a lot of crises, economical crises in Europe. You know, controlling, structuring, making sure that everybody's safe. Uh, look at the COVID situation. Uh, you know, it's it's about security and 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 the, the next generation. You know, they they want to believe in something. And I often give this example of uh, of uh, one of my clients. Uh, I was talking with him about uh, his daughter. She was uh, at that time seventeen, and she was planning to to go to Canada in Vancouver to do her study. He told me that he had this, this first adult conversation with her when she said, you know, that I'm not going to join the company. And he said, why? She said, Dad, we're in the fashion industry. What do we do is not good for the planet. And of course, you know, the answer was maybe mature because she was 17 years old and she's full of dream at that time. But for him, it was clear that if he had um, a vision, a family vision incorporating this idea of sustainability, he has more chance to attract his daughter to take it over. So maybe it's not on your list, but you know, it doesn't cost anything to double check with the family members. Then uh, you know the the theme uh, is or is not on the list. And, and to be really honest, you know, at the beginning of the study, I quote the the the, the name of the study: Why um, the climate crisis could affect the psychodynamic between family members. And I change it to how. Because it's not why. We know it it, it affects. And and if you have a family who is saying, we're not involved in that, uh, first, I would be very interested to know which business doesn't doesn't have a a negative impact on the planet and be sure that all family members are not concerned. I decided quite, quite early not to talk about the environmental theme with my participants. I wanted to let them talk about it or not talk about it, and ask questions about it, you know, just say, why are we talking about it and why you're not talking about it? Um, And to do it, I started to have a a preliminary um, question about their individual values. And none of them told me about the environment, none of them, Uh, either 20 years uh, old girl or 40 or 50 years uh, old um, manager or leader. But when I asked them to draw their family business today, and in 20 years time from now, all of them, draw something linked to the environmental crisis. The question is how they relate to the problem. They all have something with this uh, period of uh, contributing to, to save the planet or, or, I mean, to do something with
0: it, To do something especially with their business. You know, you know it's interesting when, when you apply the tools that your company and you have come up with, the basic tool of looking ahead 20 years, straight ahead at the whole picture, that really does open up a lot of possibilities, even for people who are set in their ways. What are some of the other key assets of your study that, that you can help families with?
1: Yeah. So what was very interesting with the drawings, and it's often used by uh, by family advisor, you know, just to to touch what's un, unsaid uh, in these families. Uh, I asked them to do two drawings: one now of the family business, and one in twenty years' time from now. What was very interesting is that the first drawing uh, they almost depicted um, a dark and polluting, maybe more than the reality. Uh, of the of mm. the business situation than what I could expect. So just to give you an example, one family member drew a factory with a huge dark smoke, mm. you know, on top of the factory, and this family business doesn't have factories. So it was extremely surprising to see how this this projection of their anxiety linked to the, the 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 environmental crisis, and and they came up with this kind of drawing. And at the same time, the second drawing was always um bright and in harmony with nature like super uh, sustainable super international you know like which is mm-hmm. also almost impossible in, in this period of time so here you can see the split and, and 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 that's that's the most important is the split that you can look and you can study with the family members basically this the wider the, the split is the more imbalance you can have mm. and the anxiety projected on the family business and though so you have now new information to talk about it
0: so it appears that there's a strengthening of the relationship between the individual and the organization which could lead to more successful generational transitions
1: what, what, what was revealed with the process is the, the, the next step of it it's after the drawings no one asked them to transform the drawings into a family member and in fact not in one but in two family members the family members of the first drawing and the family members of the second drawing and asked them to put them back in the genogram, so basically in their family tree, as as a new family member, and then to trace the relationship they had with these two drawings. And what was extremely surprising is that the first one became an old guy, one or two generations before, and the second drawing systematically became a woman, one or two generations younger. And again, you have a split, and when I asked them to trace the relationship they had or the thing they could have with these two new person of the family, of course, the second one was stronger than the first one. So again, new information to talk about not only now the individual within the family constellation, but as an individual or as a family, the relationship they have with the family business, more information about you know, the, the whole group. My thinking today is about how I have maybe influenced the participants with my process. So I tested it now with a different approach, um, looking at a period of twenty years, but not now and tomorrow. I did it now and yesterday, and it was it was uh, and I did it with families where they have already did a, a, a big transformation in their company uh, in relation to the environment. So you know, doing the exercise now in 20 years time was not that relevant. So when I did it back then, you know, 20 years time from now, I had exactly the same thing, exactly the same speed, the same, you know, projection of uh, of the family. It was not related to the environment, but it was related to, you know, something bigger than than them, more in terms of security, in terms of transmission. And so you could touch, um, you know, what's coming from uh, our last century and the two world war we, we faced at that time.
0: Well, Julian, we can't thank you enough for the research and the time spent and also for sharing these psychogenealogical tools with family advisors across the globe.
1: The, the thesis is, is public, so everybody can download it uh, and, and look at the drawings uh, and the interview I've made and, and the protocol I've, I've, I've constructed. I've also um, developed uh, uh, several articles where I give everything. Uh, it's a four-step process, extremely easy to, to use, especially if you know how to use a genogram. But even if you're not a, 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 a coach or a, a psychologist, uh, you don't have to, to be the, uh, the best in managing genogram tool. You, you need to understand that the process will take you to get information about uh, what kind of person these drawings will become in your family constellation. And that gives you a lot of information just to talk about it. The, the, the first step process is, uh, is, is, is accessible for everybody. I will present the work at the, the Global Conference of FFI in October in London also. I'll be also happy to get feedback, test it uh, with other families. Uh, Of course, in my change, you know, I've interviewed some some French families, and I'm sure I will get uh, different information in different parts of the world, uh, where, you know, the the, the impact uh, of uh, uh, this crisis is is probably different. For for me, it's just the beginning of what we we, were starting to call a genogram 2.0, you know, where you (laughs) You, you put inside the genogram an organization. I'm also thinking about why this genogram 2.0 couldn't be used by corporate organization. You know, every every worker in a company, you know, they you know they bring back home their company every day, uh, and so you know, there's some information maybe we can get here and and, and use this tool to, to get information about their
0: relationship. I believe it's it's an organizational chart that makes a lot of sense in our day and age where people are much more willing to share on social media, but also around a conference table. Thank you so much for your time and attention to this and uh, your particular passion to protect the planet. We appreciate that very much. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. It was great.
0: Our guest today has been Julian Lesk, co-founder of the French-based firm Canopé Impact. If you'd like to find out more about the effective use of genealogy tools in working with family business clients... Visit the website, canope.co, that's K-A-N-O-P-E dot C-O, for much more. You can also connect with us directly by visiting ffi.org. I'm Jordan Rich, thanking you for listening. Take care.